You ever go skinny dipping? Nope. Are you kidding me? Never. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm learning so much about you. Uh, well, I, one, I, I don't even know what to say except <laughs> one Florida woman's decision to take a dip in the buff has her in some trouble. Oh, have you ever whispered to cats? I mean, every day. Sure. But there's a new cat whisperer in Jacksonville, and we're not talking about Urban Meyer. Oh. We'll explain. I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll also introduce you to Florida's newest invasive species. Oh, boy. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. If you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those to share, don't we, Kirsten? We do. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from those headlines. Our first story comes to us from winknews.com. Hey. Poor Charlotte's Jim Clark left the house to go to a doctor's appointment one recent afternoon. And when he returned home, found a trespasser on his lanai. Uh-oh. So he called 911. And when Charlotte County deputies arrived, they found the offender, 42-year-old Heather Kennedy, who was just lying in the pool with her head resting on the side. Oh. Completely naked. Whoa. With her clothing strewn across Jim's lanai. Well, well. Well, when deputies asked her to get out of the pool and get dressed, she got hostile and demanded that they leave her alone. And even after she was handcuffed, she still provided, or, or excuse me, she still refused to provide her name. But cops were able to identify her from previous booking photos. Ah. Jim's neighbors, by the way, said that Kennedy had tried to bust into their pool as well. But they'd locked their screens. The criminal skinny dipper is now facing charges for trespass and resisting officers without violence. Well, that is one way to wake up the neighbors. Mm, Absolutely. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Do you think the expression, found yourself in hot water, (laughs) is like, did that derive from people who got in trouble for skinny dipping? Because the water's always hot in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely see why she'd want to, you know, maybe swim in the buff because I feel like the water. It's balmy. Oh, so not very refreshing right now. No, it never it, is this time of year. It honestly isn't. You go in the pool to cool off and then you're like, why did I do this? It's like I feel like I'm in bath water <laughs> and it's already way too hot out for this. But, you know, at least the cops were able to ID her from her previous booking photos and not some distinguishable birthmarks. Oh, that could be a little awkward. I mean, you know, it's it's always do they have a distinguishing feature? And right. It's easier to spot those when you're naked. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, it I just was, means they're doing great police work. That's true. Mm. I was uh, actually curious about her record, and I looked her up on the sheriff's department website. Uh-huh. Never actually looked up her record because I get distracted by the fact <laughs> that we actually have the same birthday. Oh. I mean, several years apart, sure. but still the same birthday. So, Big deal. Uh, Heather Kennedy and I are both Capricorns, oh. which means we're ambitious, we're stubborn, yes. we're practical, okay. we're goal-oriented. Hey. The police certainly found out how stubborn she was. Yes. So, you know, I'm glad that she, she lived up to her Capricorn uh, Uh, horoscope (laughs) yeah it's good to know that we know sort of the astrological profile of her right now too i mean i do what i can yeah 
But maybe she's hoping to cash in on the whole true crime craze that's going on. You're a big fan of all of those. I am. And get a reality show deal, maybe called Serial Skinny Dippers. Oh, interesting. I mean, serial killers are a massive hit. Why wouldn't Serial Skinny Dippers be a hit? Oh, I could totally see a show about that on like HLN at 2 in the morning. Hey, if you start skinny dipping, it's just a gateway to doing it more. Oh, it's a gateway I'm, to something. I'm it's, guessing. It's a gateway offense. Mm. I'm not I'm not sure. Why is it called skinny dipping? You don't, don't have know. to be skinny to skinny dip. No. I guess maybe the skin and the dipping. The skin and the dipping. The Why dipping isn't it just a skin dip? Which sounds like the worst uh, dessert treat ever. Ooh, yeah. Like fun dip only for Buffalo Bill. It, also, yeah, it sure did. <laughs> That's awful. I oh I I have no idea, but uh, might get some good ratings. You never know. I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. What I was thinking is, you know, this really Heather Kennedy. Mm. It's just another Kennedy sex scandal, oh, right? I mean, yep. probably in a few years she's going to be vo- involved in a suspicious accident, mm-hmm. like all of the other Kennedys yeah. have been, and. Yes, I did use air quotes when I said <laughs> accident. I was hoping you could hear it in my voice. Yeah. But yeah, got to watch out for those Kennedys. Yeah, I guess we don't know how she sounded. She could have been like, I'm sorry that you caught me. <laughs> Skinny dipping. That's really, uh, I mean, I'm just full of awful expressions or impressions, impressions these days. Expressions, yeah. impressions, yeah, whatever. whatever. Um, I, you know, this, this whole story though, brings us back to something that we have discussed on this podcast before. Oh, what's that? Lock your doors. Yes. I mean, I get it. Keep We're, out the lazies. Exactly. The lazy bones. We're in Florida yeah. and everybody's got like a, a lanai, not everybody, a lot of people, lot of have people a pool yeah. with a lanai or maybe even a dock with a TV on it, often right. a fairly large, expensive TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and all this protecting it is a screen door. And I'm always like, well, what's the point of that? Somebody can just bust in. Mm-hmm. Locking your screen keeps out the lazy criminals. It really does. Locking your car door keeps out the lazy criminals. Locking your home keeps out the lazy criminals. And I feel like in Florida, yeah. the lazy and the dumb criminals are like 98% of the criminals. Yeah, they're everywhere. So uh, it, it an does, ounce of prevention like is worth a pound of... The cure, I guess. I don't. It, that's the expression, right? Right. I never really used it. Yeah, and it does feel like there's some sort of like Florida code about you know the fact that they're and maybe just anywhere where there's a lanai, where it's like uh, the door is locked. I'm not even gonna try. I, I know I could cut through this with a with a switchblade, no problem, or anything, or and, a strong gust of wind, yes, or just punch <laughs> through it or whatever. But it's like. Huh? They went to the effort of locking the door. There you go. I guess I'll go to the neighbor's house That's instead. Right. Yep. Well, our next story comes to us from people.com. Oh. And move over Carol Baskin because Florida's got a new cat whisperer. Hey, oh, all right. At least one Florida man thought he was a cat whisperer and ended up in the hospital as a result. As you do. An unidentified man scaled a gate at the Jacksonville Zoo and climbed into its jaguar exhibit. Oh, man. A witness said the 20-something-year-old man antagonized the jaguars and then stuck his hand inside their pen. The jaguar, a 12-year-old named Harry, 
responded by swiping at him and clawing his hand. Mm. Fortunately, the jaguar wasn't able to latch on, and the man was taken to the hospital with what they say were non-life-threatening injuries. Ah. Although the zoo's deputy director says the man was lucky to still have his hand after the incident. Oh, yeah. The zoo, by the way, wants to remind zoo-goers that fences are put in place for their safety. And by the way, the zoo does not plan to press charges. Well, let this be a lesson to all of you. It's not so easy to be Carol Baskin. So true. Right? The cat whisperer, I mean, this is not an easy job. Cats are very fickle creatures. Yeah, I mean, we have a tiny kitten who Mm -hmm. does nothing but bite and claw all the time. And I can barely handle that, and she's four pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't want to have this happening with a jaguar at all, you know. No, no. Um, By the way, jaguar, the uh, least likely of all the big cats to attack, kill, or eat a human. Oh, well, that's good. Probably why this dummy thought... They have a lot of self-control, apparently. Apparently. Probably why this dummy thought that it was, you know, a good idea to just climb in the pen and see what happens. Oh, yeah. He probably was antagonizing it from afar as like, well... This thing's showing way too much self-control. I have to get closer. (laughs) Uh, But maybe this guy just thought, you know, he was getting close to some new Jaguars, like, you know, Trevor Lawrence or Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. When you say Jaguar and Jacksonville, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I think of the NFL team. Yes. I mean, they were what one in fifteen last Ooh, year. They were. It was rough. I guess whole least, new team this year. Yeah, I guess at least one jaguar in Duval County has a little fight in them. At least. Oh, shots fired! Bazinga! Take that, yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah, Urban Meyer. We'll be hearing from all the jaguar fans. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, super annoyed by people who say jaguar. Mm, I've I've been known to say it a, a couple of times. You have. I'm working really hard. And I don't even I notice it. I don't even notice it when I say it because I don't think it's the, as bad as all, the way a lot of people say it. But man, yeah, you let me know. Oh yeah, jag jaguar. What is what is jaguar? That's almost as bad as people who say wolf instead of wolf. <laughs> there was a wolf. See any wolves around here? A wolf howling at the moon. A what? Uh. A wolf? Is, isn't that just what you call dogs? Like, oh, little woofer. Little woofy, woofy. Right? <laughs> um, here's a question. Yeah. Harry. Uh, Harry I think of, the Jaguar. I think of Harry and the Hendersons and the, and the, the Bigfoot. <laughs> like when I hear Harry. I yeah. don't think of a Jaguar. That's for sure. So the Jacksonville Jag- Zoo's Jaguar is named Harry. Mm. I can think of like a thousand better <laughs> names for a jaguar than Harry. Like oh, yeah. Jerry, yeah. Jerome, Gerald, Gerard, uh, Mick Jaguar, uh, Juggalo. John Jingle, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Um, Blake jaguar. Bortles. I mean, oh, any Blake of those. Bortles. Much better names for a jaguar. Much than better names. I'll, I'll agree with Harry. that. Harry. Yeah. Is it just because he's Harry? Oh, I don't know. Because that's like 90% of the animals in the zoo. Well, we talked about lazy Harry? criminals. Uh, There's lazy also lazy, keepers. you know, jaguar namers. namers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's could have ended so much worse. I mean, I'm just glad that, you know, it didn't because sure. it might have blamed the jaguar for the stupid actions of this dude and, you know, some bad things could have happened to it. Absolutely. And that's, so that's, you know, at least it did, that didn't happen. But is Harry good. is safe. Harry is safe. And Harry, Harry is, yes. 
and has a terrible name. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Harry. Our next story comes to us from the Daily Mail. Yeah. Florida, as we all know, is filled with invasive species. Oh, yeah. Cane toads, African snails, lionfish, Burmese pythons. I mean, the list goes on and on, oh, right? Yeah. Well, the latest addition is an obscure legless amphibian known as a Sicilian. Ooh. It's been spotted in the Tamiami Canal near Miami International Airport. Oh, wow. Now, Sicilians can range in size from just a few inches long to five feet long and are more commonly known as penis snakes. Ooh. The first of the uh, blackish-gray eel-like creatures found in Florida measured a whopping two feet long, but they can range much bigger than that. Penis snakes, by the way, (laughs) I know, it's hard to say without laughing, detect their food with a pair of sensory tentacles on its face and then snatch up worms and termites and other meals with dozens of needle-like teeth. As scary as that sounds, FWC says they're mostly harmless. Penis snakes? Penis with snakes. needles for teeth? Mm. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Whose penis was this named for? Oh, my. <laughs> Some kind of, like, you know, tattoo. I don't know. Like I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that if more penises look like penis snakes, we would not have an overpopulation issue anywhere on this planet. Probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't care if they're deemed to be harmless, but eels and snakes just freak me out in general. So I am definitely steering clear of the penis snake. Yeah. Yeah. It says, you know, mostly the grubs and frogs and worms, mm. but I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to encounter one anyway. You yeah. know, what is scarier to run into? A five foot long grayish black eel called a penis snake? Right. Or a five foot long penis that looks like a penis snake (laughs) if they're both in the water i don't want to see either one right (laughs) and the other thing that really struck me on here is it's like you're describing that they detect food with a pair of sensory tentacles yes located between their eyes and nose apparently so the penis snake is apparently very sensitive well i mean He's a penis snake. Maybe that's why he got the name. Maybe. It had nothing to do with its appearance. I'm sure it was a man who probably named it. I I mean, men get to name all of the things, right? right? Women don't get to name stuff. Yeah. If women got to name stuff, we wouldn't have jaguars running around named Harry. (laughs) That's for damn sure. (laughs) So do you think naming the penis snake is like the equivalent of like, you know, Getting a really souped-up sports car, like you know, at a, you know, at a middle age. Oh, oh, or driving a really big truck. Yeah, oh. I mean, just wondering if they're, if this scientist, if the person who discovered them is compensating for something. Oh, perhaps so. I don't know. Perhaps so. Hard to say. Um, why can't we have cute invasive species? Never. Like, they're always like snails and toads and pythons and penis snakes i mean why can't we have like invasive bunny rabbits in florida (laughs) it's always the gross stuff yeah maybe they come here for the get rich quick schemes oh you know they're into property scams yeah yeah the slimy ones the slimy reptiles or amphibians in this case snake oil snake salesmen's yeah oh yes i don't know i i I don't either (laughs) (laughs) 
But I mean, who are the freaks that are even bringing these invasive species into our ecosystems? Because they're always the ones that get rid of them immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Word to the wise. We don't need them. Thank you. Yeah. Word to the wise. Don't adopt gross animals. Because apparently they're the ones that get ditched in the wild. (sighs) We wouldn't have any of our issues. Yeah. So put that in your pipe and smoke it i'm just i'm not quite sure where yeah, to go just from there stop it so our last story comes to us from cbs miami ah. kurt hilberth of hollywood florida got a pretty unpleasant scare one recent saturday morning he went to the bathroom to brush his teeth and saw something out of the corner of his eye Ooh! it was a spiny tailed iguana oh in his toilet oh kurt says the iguana was so big that it wasn't even completely submerged in the bowl so he put on some gloves and tried to pull it out but the iguana got away down the drain Mm. this went on for three days when kurt finally got a hold of the iguana's tail and it broke off in his hand so that's when kurt decided to call a trapper who was able to remove the iguana The reptile, by the way, most likely got into the house through the sewage vent stack on the roof. And Mm. Kurt says he's just glad nobody in his home discovered it the hard way. Oh, that would have been bad. And I definitely have to have a trapper on my speed dial in my contacts of my phone because I don't want any part of this. I now have something new to worry about that I'll run into in the toilet. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, I'm never going to go to the bathroom without turning the light on again. (laughs) You know, two, three in the morning, you need to use the restroom. You try and go without turning the light on because you don't want to wake yourself up fully. And now I have to look worry about a spiny-tailed iguana, among other things. Yeah, I would much rather wake myself up fully um, by turning on the light than wake myself up fully by getting up bite in the butt by a giant iguana terrifying yes um three days three days three days of toilet iguana at what point do you call a trapper immediately like i if i can't take care of it in the first and it finds its way down i'm like no 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 this isn't happening any longer we got to get somebody, we got to get a professional involved, I think. So I'm pretty sure for me, like the first time I see it, I try to catch it. Sure. Or I just run shrieking away from it, whatever. It swims down the drain. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, well, that was weird and that could possibly never happen again. It's <laughs> down in the sewers now. It's going to go terrorize one of our neighbors. Yeah. And I never think about it again. Not my problem anymore. And then when it comes back, that's when I call the trapper. Oh, yeah. I don't try to catch it for three days be- until its tail breaks uh, off in my hand. Yeah. And I go, all right, I guess you've bested me, Iguana. Time yeah. to call in the professionals. Oh, got to do it. Three days. Three days. <laughs> and this is already like one of my biggest fears is finding something in the toilet or sitting down and having something bite you like you were saying. Oh, it's just the worst. So, no, I don't want anything to do with it. And it's Florida. We've got tons of creepy crawlies. I have woken Mm -hmm. up to find a frog in in our shower. I've woken up to find a frog in our sink. Right. I have never woken up to find anything in our toilet. Thank God. Um, Knock on wood. Yeah, right. I better knock (laughs) knock on... There you go. I knocked on I knocked on some wood and made some weird feedbacky sounds while I did it. <laughs> did. It's, it's perfect. It was like we're living in an echo chamber or something. Right? 
Did I ever tell you, um, my friend Melina, this did not happen in Florida. No. This happened in uh, Macomb, Illinois, actually. Okay, we'll allow it. Had a squirrel in her toilet once. What? She she went in the a bathroom squirrel? and looked in the toilet, and there was a squirrel in it, and she screamed and slammed the lid down on the toilet, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure, you know, called the cops or whoever whoever you call when you have a squirrel Extract in your toilet. Extract squirrels from toilets. Yeah. I, I mean, I... Uh, to be fair, mm. to be fair, to be fair, um, I would much rather have a squirrel in my toilet than an iguana. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, squirrels can bite and squirrels can claw, but honestly, but if cute it's cute and fuzzy, if, yeah, again, back to the invasive fuzzy, species. Yeah. If it's got fuzzy in it, it's probably you know much more. I'm still preferable. calling the trapper. Yeah, but you got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. much more preferable. So, exotic animal trappers, mm. do you think they have the best stories? Like, of all the professions, do you think they have the best stories? It's hard to beat. I remember uh, when I was doing a storyteller's night, we had a, a trapper that, that was talking about just some weird tales that he had. And I'm pretty sure, like, typically with these storyteller things, you would, you know, f- focus on the story that you're telling and just tell it a couple of different times so that you would get used to it. I'm pretty sure he changed it every single time that he did because he has so many amazing stories, you know, that he can share. And he's like the guy that they call. He's the guy. Yeah. He's like when I worked at Wink, we had crazy bee guy. Mm-hmm. This is crazy exotic whatever guy. Yeah. Probably not really crazy. No. Kind of a crazy profession. Yeah, just kind of a big jovial guy that loves his job. And he, and he loves like he, he's not interested at all which which is what I loved about him. He's not interested at all in like hurting the animal. Oh, no. He wants to be called because he wants to make sure that the animal is is safe and of taken course. better care of, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. That iguana does not belong in somebody's toilet. No. It belongs, well, it doesn't belong in Florida belongs at all. It belongs in a museum. It's an invasive species. It doesn't belong here at all, but no. it definitely doesn't belong in the toilet. Yes. Um, the only profession I can think of that, you know, might be, like, have better Perhaps stories. Better stories, yeah. Um, emergency room proctologist. <laughs> definitely. One in a million shot, Doc. <laughs> One, One in a million, million shot. Hey, so what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that not everyone appreciates a naked woman in their pool. So keep your clothes on, Heather. Um, I learned that there's at least one dangerous member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, if there's one... That's good. <laughs> I also learned that penis snakes are a very real thing, and I don't want any part of them. Yeah, and I learned to always turn the light on when I go to the bathroom because something could be waiting for me in that water. Oh, stay away from it. So those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter. That's right. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on those socials, remember Mm -hmm. to follow us, like us, and share us at FLA Freak Show. Plus, if you see a Florida story we missed, share it with us. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms because we would love to hear from you. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.